0: I apologize for taking your time. Thank you so much in advance for your support. Enjoy this episode. You're listening to Rabbi Arya Woolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. All right, welcome back, my dear friends, to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. This is going to be our third installment on the topic of Jewish pride. Since the terrible devastating massacre of October 7th, there's been an uprising in the Jewish community of people who were connected perhaps a little bit less in their Judaism, who are now taking interest and feeling, I need to be proud to be Jewish, not to shy away, not to run away from my Jewish connection to my Jewish roots, but rather embrace it. So what we're attempting to do here is to share with our friends online, And give them, the hopefully, the tools so that they know what they are proud of. What are we to be proud of in being Jewish? So we begin with the following. Number one, we said was to understand that we have a direct connection with God. There's no intermediaries. Judaism, we have direct connection to God. Number two, we talked about that we have the manual for living. We have the manual. And the world is jealous of us for that manual that we have. But number three, I think, is very, very important. And we need to put ourselves for a second into a frame of mind and understand that the Torah that we have today is the exact same Torah that was given to us at Mount Sinai in front of the entire world. You see, we don't have a We don't have a document that was given in secret by an individual's prophecy. You know, uh, they say Muhammad had a dream, and he says that in his dream, uh, God told him that he is now the chosen one. Well, go refute that dream. Well, there are people who tried to, and they got killed and murdered for even asking questions. The same thing you have with Christianity, is an individual had a revelation, and take that revelation and accept it, or else— in Judaism there's no such thing. No individual, even Moses, did not have an individual prophecy that commanded the Jews to do one thing or another. Rather, it was a public revelation that the entire Jewish people were witness to. In fact, our sages tell us that the entire world was witness to it. The entire universe everybody witnessed the Jewish people receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai even more interesting, is that every religion acknowledges that the Jewish people received the Torah at Mount Sinai. But no religion agrees with Islam, no religion other than Islam itself. No religion agrees with Christianity, except for Christians. There's nobody who agrees with Buddha and Buddhism, but everybody agrees that the Jewish people received the Torah at Mount Sinai. And the exact same Torah that was received by moses at mount sinai the jewish people received that torah is the exact same torah that we are studying here today in 2023 here at the torch center it is the exact same torah and the exact same practices that our ancestors observed when it came to shabbos is the exact same practices we observe in our Shabbos, and the exact same practices that our ancestors had with all of the mitzvahs of the Torah, exactly how they donned tefillin, and the lighting of the Shabbos candles, and the praying three times a day. The exact same practices are being done today. Nothing changed. Now, you have people who will say, well, we need to reform Judaism to relate to the modern world, those are ancient people. Those are ancient people who don't understand how modern the Torah is and how the Torah is relevant today exactly the way it was then and that the Torah is incorporated into modern culture by its original giving. You think God who created heaven and earth doesn't know about technology? You think God doesn't know about LED lights? You think God who created heaven and earth he doesn't understand sound waves? We need to reform Judaism in order to create a Judaism that's relevant. The only way you can get to such a conclusion is if you take God out of the picture. If you take God or don't believe in God to begin with, then you say, oh, God just missed the boat. He doesn't understand that our modern culture is different and we have technology. And God didn't know what technology was when he created the world. He never imagined that we would discover, really, God created it. What type of nonsense would that be? For God to create the heaven and earth, to create all of the technology that's here today, which wasn't discovered. You know, just an amazing Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim who passed away in 1934 was asked, why is there such an incredible, and this is back, again, he passed away in 1934. This question probably happened 15, 20 years prior to his death, and they asked him, why is there such a revolution of technology in our generation? Because you had the locomotive, you had the big printing presses. It was unbelievable, and you know what he said? He said, so that there can be an abundance of emuna in the world. Emuna means knowledge of God. There should be an abundance of God's presence in people's lives. Because imagine this. Here we are sitting in Houston, Texas. I have a couple of pieces of plastic in front of me. You know, they're called cameras. And imagine that these pieces of plastic can now display the image that you are watching right now, wherever you are in the world, and the sound waves that you're listening to right now can be played all across the globe. It can be played on the moon. And you think that this piece of plastic that records this content is greater than God? You think God can't see? This is what we say in Psalms. King David says, you think the creator of the eye can't see? You think the creator of the ear can't hear? You think the creator of MP3 recorders can't record what we say and do? God also knows our thoughts. God knows what we're thinking. All of that was given to the Jewish people at Mount Sinai 3,335 years ago. All of it. And the exact same practice that we have today is the practice that our ancestors observed 3,300 years ago. So for us, every single one of us listening, watching at this moment, just know that you have the opportunity to be a link in that chain that goes all the way back to Moses and Mount Sinai, to our ancestors standing at the foot of Mount Sinai, receiving the revelation. Each one of us have the ability to connect and to link in to that chain of our ancestry. Of our heritage. So it's not some modern day religion that's not thought through, that's not clear, that's not understandable, that's not relatable. It is the most relatable because it's the only one that's God-given to a mass of people. Six hundred thousand men between the age of twenty and sixty. You duplicate that for women. You add children. You add the seniors who are over that age, and you add the those who joined us, the oncomers from the, the Egyptian oncomers. And you're talking about over three million people who witnessed with their own eyes the lightning, the thundering, the revelation at Mount Sinai, the giving of the tablets. My dear friends, this belongs to each and every one of us. This is ours. This is our heritage. This is our gift that was given to us for us to feel a closeness, for us to feel a relationship, and for us not to neglect in our day-to-day lives, for us to find a way to connect in the greatest way that we can my blessing to each and every one of you, and myself included, is that we merit to grow and connect every single day to become more connected with God, to become more connected with our Torah, to become more connected with our relationship with Hashem. Because after all, Every single mitzvah that was given to us in the Torah is a tool to build our relationship with God. It's just like you have people who travel around the world, they collect souvenirs. What do you need souvenirs for? Is that going to make you feel like you're in Switzerland again? No. Is that going to make you feel like you're by the Eiffel Tower? No. But the reason I do that is so when I look at that miniature Eiffel Tower memorabilia that I bought, when I look at it, when I'm back home, it'll bring me back the memory and the recollection of that experience. I'll be able to, oh, you remember that we did this? You remember we did that? That's why people buy uh, stickers, uh, this car climbed Mount Washington, and this car, right? People do that so that they can remember and they can recall the experience. So where's our souvenir for Mount Sinai? this was a real question the jewish people said at mount sinai one second this was the most incredible experience ever created in the world ever revealed to mankind and now how are we going to bring back this memory how are we going to be able to recall this experience the jewish people said to moshe we need something so hashem gave us 613 souvenirs And those are the 613 commandments that we have that are able to be utilized to to connect to God in the deepest way possible. This is what we have. This is the gift that God has given us, 613 souvenirs. Now, someone can say, well, that's a little bit excessive. Don't you think God could have been okay with just 10 commandments? Or just one commandment. Oh, 613. So you ask people who go travel around the world, it's like, isn't it enough to just have, you know, one from the United States? You don't need from Niagara Falls and from Mount Rushmore and from the Colorado Rockies and from Los Angeles and from Vegas and from wherever else you went and NOLA. You just can have one and it's enough. No, because each one is its own separate experience. Every mitzvah we perform is our own experience that we're able to connect to godliness on a whole new level. So when one puts on tzitzis, and when one lights Shabbos candles, and when one kisses a mezuzah, and when one puts on tefillin, and when one keeps Shabbos, and when one prays, it's all unique experiences. Each one is its own individual recollection and clarification of that relationship between us and God. So if you want to know why to be proud... Why should we be proud to be Jewish? Because we not only have a direct relationship with no intermediaries, and we not only have the original manuscript, we have the original authentic tool to connect to God, and that is the Torah. It is the only religion that has a national revelation in front of multitudes where the Torah was given, where God says each one of these has the opportunity and potential to bring you all the way in front of the Almighty, to have the greatest clarity of our beautiful relationship with God. Hashem should help us all that we should merit to connect with God in the greatest way possible. Have a magnificent Shabbos.